Planet Worker, a world in development. Human Agency and International Development Series. Episode 7, Institutions and Developmentalism. As this podcast series demonstrates, the institutional terrain in development since the turn of the century has grown in size and complexity. Many thousands of actors operate within institutions, and institutional actors play a crucial role in shaping development discourse and practice. Understanding the theoretical field related to institutions and institutionalism is a necessary aspect of explaining how development discourse is constructed, replicated and applied across the global development terrain. Institutional theory has experienced rejuvenation in the last 30 years as new institutionalism emerged to address weaknesses in classical institutional theory. Not least difficulty in explaining change and the role of actors in institutions, institutional change and institutions creating change. Within institutional theory, historical institutionalism was preoccupied in how institutions follow self-reinforcing historical paths. Rational choice institutionalism with fixed rational preferences of institutions and actors and sociological institutionalists with the defining nature of cultural norms. Despite various attempts to delineate strands of historical institutionalism, the academic Hay considered historical institutionalism as no different than its rational choice and normative or sociological institutionalism to deal with disequilibrium dynamics. New institutional theory offered the prospect of better explaining broader processes of change and continuity in the transmission of discourse and conceptual difficulties with the influence of actors. Important to the concerns of this podcast series, these difficulties were related to the tension between institutional determinism on the one hand and individual agency on the other, highlighted by what Holm called the paradox of embedded agency. Specifically, how can organizations or individuals innovate if their beliefs and actions are determined by the institutional environment they wish to change? Introduced by DiMaggio, the notion of institutional entrepreneurship reinvigorated the concept of individual agency within institutional theory and went some way to addressing this paradox. Institutional entrepreneurship refers to the activities of actors who have an interest in particular institutional arrangements and who leverage resources to create new institutions or to transform existing ones. Rather than viewing institutional structure as constraining individual agency, the concept suggests it can be a platform for entrepreneurial activity. Embeddedness of actors is a central concern for new institutional theory, as most contributors to the theoretical terrain insist that institutional entrepreneurs always act in context. The features of this context, or field-level conditions, as well as the relative social position and power of the actors, are key factors in their perception as to how these actors perceive their field and to mobilize resources to engage in institutional entrepreneurship. Institutional context matters in the transmission of ideas, firstly as the means by which a discourse is transmitted, and second as the context within which meaning is given to this discourse. In their formal sense, institutions set rules, norms and beliefs that describe reality for the organisation, explaining what is and is not, what can be acted upon and what cannot. 
Thus, institutions are not only the locus of transmitting discourse, but also for giving meaning and shaping the nature of actors' behaviour through the construction of rules, norms and policies, and defining the terrain for the various ways in which actors bring about or resist change in institutions. The institutional theorist, Scott, argues that institutions in themselves constrain behaviour by guiding action through three pillars. Regulative, conveying coercion and threat of formal sanction. Normative, setting norms of acceptability, morality and ethics. And cognitive, defining the categories and frames by which actors know and interpret their world. Alongside the paradox of embedded agency, another concern of institutionalism is the issue of collective institutional entrepreneurs. Distributed agency and explaining how multiple agents can coalesce as institutional entrepreneurs within a similar frame of perception. In this instance, discourse is seen as a crucial factor in creating coherence across a range of institutional fields and actors. One of the foremost discursive new institutionalists, Vivian Schmidt argues that discourse serves not only to represent ideas, but also to exchange them through interactive processes of a coordination among policy actors in policy and program construction and b communication between political actors and the public in the presentation, deliberation and legitimation of those ideas against a background of overarching philosophies. Discourse in this sense is less the overt imposition of ideas and concepts through a limited number of powerful institutions, and more the transmission of ideas and concepts through both macro and micro levels. The centrality of institutions to stable and secure states, economic growth, political democracy and inclusive social development is widely acknowledged in international development research and analysis. At first view, the contemporary development arena is a vast array of actors and institutions with multiple configurations from global to local. Rather than a chaotic, unorganized sector, it is in fact a highly structured world where these ideas and concepts are mediated and rendered coherent within the larger logic of developmentalism, manifested through the instruments of development assistance, apparent inconsistencies or oppositions, or merely the friction generated by the interaction of multiple components in achieving the functioning of the overall structure of developmentalism, and are characterized by a hierarchy of nested opposition between givers and takers, between a multiplicity of institutional actors within these major categories, between different organizational units within these institutions, the classic example of which is the conflict between the headquarters and field offices, and between the individual projects funded by one and the same donor. This multiplicity of oppositions demonstrates the integrated character of the structure of international development, where globally harmonized and convergent structure is neither framed nor executed independently from the different goals, interests, ambitions, social relationships and passions of the many people and institutions brought together in development's long chain of organization. This is the symbiotic feature of developmentalism, where the different logics and contingent practice of national politicians, international experts, middle managers, bureaucrats, clinicians or NGO workers, among others, are constantly translated into global policy. Developmentalism is therefore not the forceful imposition of a system on the South, but a master narrative to which many voices contribute. At a macro level, the expression of neoliberal development ideology across an expansive array of development actors at global 
and local levels represents an elaborate coordinative discourse requiring institutionalization of a compound polity, rather than singular ideas requiring communication. Thus, while neoliberal development discourse was initially driven by a powerful centre consisting of the Washington Consensus Institutions, its proliferation across the globe has been the result of the institutionalisation of ideas, concepts and narratives at both macro and micro levels, and across state and civil society domains. Organisations operate in an institutional environment that exerts pressure upon them through a set of direct and indirect rules, norms and incentives to which they must conform in order to receive support and legitimacy. Institutionalism theorists generally agree that in order to survive, organisations must conform to the rules and belief systems prevailing in the environment. For development organisations, these are embedded in the arrangements for accessing influence and power, establishing important relationships, as well as in regulatory and funding environments. The exercise of overt power by centralised authority to ensure organisational compliance in international development is unnecessary, as the coordinative discourse is formulated and propagated by individuals and groups connected through epistemic communities that create, elaborate and justify policy and programmes on the basis of shared cognitive and normative ideas. For development practitioners, the institutionalism of developmentalism sets the frame for practice. As locally absorbed, culturally embedded understandings, the institutionalised ideas and narratives of neoliberal developmentalism both specify and justify social arrangements and behaviours, both formal and informal. Institutions can be viewed as performance scripts that provide stable designs for chronically repeated activity sequences, deviations from which are counteracted by sanctions or are costly in some manner. Institutions are therefore important agents in the transmission of ideology, and institutionalization of neoliberal development ideology in practice sets the rules and norms for institutions at both macro and micro level. What is remarkable in regard to international development is the extent to which the core ideas and concepts of development discourse have proliferated across a vast number of state and non-state institutions, and that these are translated into institutional and individual practice. In this sense, neoliberal development discourse has become pervasive without the need for centralised authority or the overt exercise of power. The role of development institutions is a crucial feature of the structure of development, as increasing numbers of civil society actors have become an important component of the delivery of development. They have played a crucial role in transmitting neoliberal ideology in development discourse, but also to embed this in practice. Although this may not be an explicit or conscious approach by agencies, the effects of the work of development agencies are often more significant than the intent of their work. In effect, institutional practice is the buttress to developmentalist ideology. Planet Worker, a world in development. Oh.